I believe everyone has a story to share. I'm on a journey to discover the magic inside each person's story. Each week, I will introduce you to guests where I will dig deep and uncover the beautiful miracles from life and experiences to inspire and encourage you to live life to the fullest. My goal is to give each guest a platform to share their lives with the world in hopes that someone will be inspired to take action and live life with passion and purpose. Welcome to the Uncover Your Magic podcast with me, Ashley Donner. Are you ready? Here we go. Welcome back to Uncover Your Magic. Today's episode is unlike any episode I've ever had. I am interviewing two people who are twins, and on top of that, they are both psychic and have written a book about how you can change your food with the power of Reiki called Charge Your Food, Change Your Life. Today, we are going to learn so much from these beautiful sisters. I actually had a reading from one of them a few weeks ago. I was introduced to them by my dear friend, Nancy Forsyth, who lives in Gig Harbor, Washington. She was attending a party where they were there and she met them and she said, Ashley, you need to have these girls on your show. After my reading with Christina, we ended up talking and oh my gosh, what a life story these girls have. They have had and all they have gone through in their lives. The interesting thing about them too is the twin aspect and what twins go through and how spiritually connected they are and how it affects their lives in every area. We will definitely go deep into that one, of course. Before we get started, I wanted to remind you about the courses I am holding every eight weeks. One is Raising Confidence for Kids, ages 9 to 23, and the other one is The Magic Path for Adults. In fact, my friend Nancy, who introduced me to these two women I'm about to interview, is a recent graduate of my Magic Path program. Her journey with me over the eight weeks was astounding. She set goals, took action, and basically stopped talking about all she wanted in her life and actually made it happen. She really discovered her limiting beliefs and why things were happening and or not happening. It was amazing to hear her aha moments each day as she focused on what was triggering her and how it was a reflection of her limiting beliefs. Now she goes through life almost trigger-free and has an awareness of who she truly is and how powerful she is and has always been. When we become so robotic in life and just do what we've always done, we get the same results. When you wake up like I saw her do, your entire life takes on a new meaning. Her entire energy shifted. And it's what lights me up and makes me want everyone to take this magic path course with me. So if you are interested in becoming aware of what is limiting you from living a fulfilling life and so much more, email me at ashleygonner at gmail.com or check out my courses on my website at ashleygonner.com. 
I have my testimonials on my website as well. So you can hear from the students and the results they have all had with both of my courses. Both Raising Confidence and The Magic Path are game changers for you and your kids. When I see people begin to see who they truly are and live a life on purpose with so much passion, I want the entire world to feel that way. I'd love to connect with you so you can start living a magical life full of so much love and passion. We all deserve to feel that way and see life with a lens of gratitude and have so much more clarity. So before we get this interview started, let me give you a little background on Jessica Dunnigan and Christina Manning. Jessica and Christina have been in the coaching industry for over 14 years and have helped thousands of clients over the entire globe. Word of their talent has spread so quickly, opening many doors for them in television and radio. Jessica and Christina combine years of life coaching expertise with their natural-born intuitive gift. This allows for a very unique experience because they are able to guide their clients in more ways than one. The sisters knew that this was their calling when they mysteriously became ill at 18 years old. They were both enrolled in nursing school, but their illnesses derailed those plans. During their journey back to health, they started to become more aware of their gifts and how they could use them to help others. Being on the same life path, they traveled and shared the same passion to help people all around the country by touring and speaking engagements and appearing on radio. That's cool. So without further ado, please welcome Christina and Jessica to the show. Hi. Hey, so (laughs) great to have you here. I was looking forward to this all day. We're excited. We're really excited for this. Mm -hmm. All the way coming from my hometown of, well, Gig Harbor, but Seattle. But in the intro, I was saying, you know, my, one of my dear friends, Nancy introduced me to you guys because she was met you at a party and said, oh my gosh, these girls have to come on your show. So it's so fun when people introduce me to people that I would never have met. And then I'm on your, looking at your Instagram and going, oh my gosh, first of all, you're absolutely gorgeous. You're twins and you share so many amazing stories. And I love to go back to the kind of where you, where, you know, you raised what your mom and dad did how they parented you and what you, you know, discovered along your path and your journey and what got you to be, you know, you're what, you're almost what in your late thirties. Yeah. 38. birthday. Oh my God. Amazing. It's such a good birthday. It was a good birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun. Okay. So back, I guess, I mean, how do you want to start? Do you want to talk about more? I want to talk about dad or <laughs> well, if I talk about dad, I'm not going to have much to say. He wasn't really around, but yeah. yeah. I mean, we can just start from like our earliest memories. We grew up in a, like a bad childhood, so we didn't really have love. Um, and you know, our mom wasn't around much. She was really, honestly, was really most focused on herself and like guys. I'm not trying to like knock her or anything like that. Just I'm being true to our childhood. It was just very rough. We didn't mm-hmm. have loving, loving, stable home. We just didn't have that. We were moved around all the time. We were moving all the time. My mom had new guys in all the time, like different guys that you know call this guy dad, call this guy dad. So we never. We didn't know what like stable was. Really, yeah. we didn't know what real healthy love was supposed to look like. Whether that's the the relationship a mother and a daughter has, or you know, watching your mother in a relationship with a man, we just didn't know what healthy real love was supposed to feel like. Mm-hmm. So we turned to each other, you know, through our childhood. 
to lean on each other, like get us through that, you know? And really, you know, whenever there was moments where I'm like, this doesn't seem right. Cause you know, you're young, you don't know you're, gr- you're growing and learning. But I just remember being at a young age at like nine or 10 going, this isn't normal. Like I don't, my mom's not making a smart move right now. Like huh. what is she doing? Why is she around these type of people? Why is she saying this to me? So I had her to turn to and say, no, like to kind of talk through it. Like, you know what I mean? We had yeah. each other to really connect and like say that we're not going to live this kind of life. Mm-hmm. We're right. going to be different, Yeah, you know? Huh. Just even have each other for that. Talk yeah. about, I mean, knowing how close you are now, I, you know, going through what you went through, you know, and what you guys saw and, you know, worked your way through together, mm-hmm. even though you're twins, that's such a bond, but going through that, I think even makes that strong, so much stronger. Don't you think? Yeah, I, I definitely feel like, yeah, it did. It was, it was very, I mean, we went through a lot of childhood trauma together, mm-hmm. you know? And so when you have nobody to turn to, but your sister and you're experiencing that with somebody, you know, mm-hmm. we were experiencing it together. And so right from the beginning of our lives, we thought, okay, we can get through anything. Like if we can get through this, we can get through anything. And it's actually interesting because that was just the start of our journey, mm-hmm. you know, on what we had to go through. Cause as soon as we turned 18, when we finally were able to get a sense of like freedom we're out, we're turning 18. We don't have to be, we get to choose our own life. Yeah. You know, right. we finally felt like, yes, we get to choose our own life. We actually both became mysteriously ill. Mm-hmm. And it's, it was something where we thought, wow, this is really weird because we feel like we just suffered enough. Mm-hmm. This is our freedom. And now all of a sudden we don't get control still. Yeah. Cause we actually were enrolled in nursing school and then she got really sick and was bedridden. Mm-hmm. And then six months later, I start, and I didn't know what to do. I'm like, I don't, I was driving her, I, I, you know, here I am at 18 years old. My mom doesn't even think she's sick. My mom's like, whatever. She didn't even huh. care. So yeah. I hear I'm 18 years old in a car that barely runs. I don't even have gas money. I'm driving her to Portland to try to get her to the children's hospitals to try to figure out what's wrong with her. And they're like, well, where are your parents? Uh, yeah, because I think at that time we were 17 because we moved out yeah. of our house at 17. We were still seniors in high school and that my, it was, I, gosh, I was supposed to graduate in like three months and that's when I became sick. Mm-hmm. So I was driving her to all the doctor's appointments. And then all of a sudden I started getting the same symptoms. I'm like, Hey, do you have these weird fluids that come up your neck? Do you feel like you're going to pass out? And the next thing you know, and another symptom was we would like vomit 10 times a day. It was, mm-hmm. I mean, I just remember passing to like, it was, it was hard. Like take your sickest hard. blue day and then get hit by a Mack truck. And that was like our everyday life for two years. We were bedridden. Yeah. I, there was a point in my life for about two years. I think my days only consisted of like six to eight hours. Mm-hmm. I was just slept, mm-hmm. you know, we just slept and then we gained a bunch of weight. I don't know. Wait, 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 what kind of sick was it? What was it? Well, the doctors didn't know. We had all yeah. of our tests were abnormal. Our hormones were abnormal. We'd stop getting our like menstrual cycles, mm-hmm. but doctors were like, you know, honestly, we don't know. And they would just send us from to doctor to doctor, doctor specialist to specialist. We even moved like to, to a different state to try to get answers for years. And we were overweight. I was 300 pounds. We were both, mm-hmm. I mean, our whole life, we went from having control to no control. But let me tell you something. That's when our spiritual journey started. Mm-hmm. That's why we're where we are today. That's why we have the knowledge and the help that we help people. It was because of that starting moment. Yeah. Right. The universe wanted to put us on a path that we probably wouldn't have gone on, to be honest, at that time. We wanted to go be nurses. We were trying to fight. Like I was started getting visions in high school, but I thought it was weird. And I, like, I just wanted no. to be normal. I didn't yeah. want to be that weird psychic girl. So I just would ignore them. And I, and 
I feel like the universe was like, sorry, girls, but that's not the path you're meant to take. So I'm going to have to put you on a complete spiritual journey, teach you, like show you what suffering really is in its purest form and give you no choice, but humble you, derail you. (laughs) But the thing about it is that you both got that sickness. Like, is it a virus? Are you getting it from her? Like, no, we're the same DNA. We're the same DNA. It was actually genetic. We just found out what it was. We had a mutated gene, 38 years old. Actually, we were a year ago. We found out. Ingate Carver, a specialist here, but we have a mutated gene that was really messing up with our insulin. And so our insulin, like we we weren't diabetic. We were the opposite of it, which our body produced too much. And so we were having all these low sugars and it was messing up our hormones and everything was just like, you throw one thing off on your body. Um, and you it all off. Yeah. yeah. So and you gained all that weight. You're so you're huge, 300 pounds pounds in a year. It took me Mm -hmm. a year. I didn't Oh my gosh. Together. Okay. So, so together, together, we're like, wow, we're overweight together. Then we lost the weight together. But honestly, looking back, it was such a blessing because it was so nice to have somebody who understood what I was going through. Mm-hmm. Because when I got sick before her, I felt very alone mm-hmm. because she was like, this is not the Christina I know. I didn't know what to do. What is going on? Normally you're full of energy. You want to go right. be the life of the party. Now you're trying to avoid the parties. Mm-hmm. And she watched me, you know, just suffer. And it was like, wow, we went through that together. And we understood each other. We got each other through that, you know? So it was just, it's just weird how we went through, how we just continue to be put in these situations where we get each other through it. So you probably want to know what made us lose the weight and everything. Like what happened, right? Yes, please. So we were, it was our birthday and we were at every birthday, those years we'd be in the emergency room together sick. Well, it was like two in the morning. We came home from the emergency room. We're like so tired. I remember just laying there saying, God, just like, I don't even want to live anymore. Just take me. I can't suffer like this anymore. And all of a sudden on the TV screen, this show popped up called The Secret. Oh. It was a new movie and it was about manifesting. And all of a sudden I, I wasn't focused on all my suffering, but I was focused on this show. And I literally, we watched it. Mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again. And we started doing the law of attraction. We started posting things all over our house, the toilet, where, where, I, would, where I would like, we were just, everything was, I'm healthy, I'm healthy. We're skinny, we're skinny. We're all these things. And, I, and then the whole entire year, we lost the weight. We started mm-hmm. feeling better. We started walking, getting better. We got out of our slump and our whole entire life changed. Oh, I love it. So I've had a lot of people from The Secret on the show. Really? Yeah, we're oh. on, the, on the movie. Yeah. Yes. So I'm all about that. And that yeah. was, I was studying the law of attraction before the secret. So when I watched it, I was like, oh, there, finally, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was, I can remember I had had Paige, she's 15 now. And it was right when that came out, like in 2000, she was born in 2006. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there nursing and I would just read the book and then I'd watch the movie and I would start doing the same thing, putting little cards everywhere and making my vision boards and being a first time mom, you know, kind of a new little thing with your kid. And now I teach kids law of attraction. So that's my course through Ooh. raising confidence. And that's so, um, cool. so, so, you know, that book, and that's a lot of people, you know, even the people other that weren't on the show, that's a lot of it links to that book or to that movie of their transition, their transformation, you know, and I didn't know that. That is so cool. But when you were in high school, you started learning that you do have intuitive gifts because your mom does too, right? Yes. Yep. So it's yep. like this genetic thing, but yes. you didn't know it until you started like getting these visions of trees falling. What was that story, Christina, you told me? Yeah. Well, so in high school, I started getting really vivid visions and I would see the vision, but I'd go, oh my gosh, that's so weird. And I would just ignore it. And then the actual event would occur. 
about, I would say within two to five minutes after the event. And I go, whoa, okay, I got to pay attention. I got to pay attention. And it would come in like clusters too. You know, it would just like, it's almost like it was like my soul was awakening. And so it'd come in clusters, but I didn't really take it serious until, yeah, until one of my friends had passed away from a vision that I had seen. I saw a vision of a tree falling and I warned all my friends and gosh, it was what, maybe a week later. It wasn't long. Yeah. I just remember saying, be careful around trees, you guys. I get this feeling a tree's going to fall on somebody. I know just be really careful. It's so random, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's when I said, Oh, you know what? I've got to pay attention. Like this yeah. is something yeah. that I can't just ignore. ignore. Mm-hmm. And I was just giving, I mean, I'd be on the school bus giving predictions like, Oh, you're going to go on a date with this boy and you're going to lose your virginity to this boy. I thought oh my gosh. you're going to marry this boy and you're going to have, and like, I'm looking back and like, Oh my gosh, like every single thing I said, you know, it all, she did marry that guy and they have three kids, just like I told her on the school bus. And you know, yeah. it's like, in high school, we were like more into like being popular and fun. And that was just a weird thing that we were not going to be any part of. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that is just, oh my gosh, it's too, we, you know, and then all these events came. Yeah. All the know? synchronicities, you know, mm-hmm. the synchronicities that guide you to where you're supposed to be. Started happening. They started chasing us. You yeah. know what I mean? When you're meant and called for something and you're destined to do something, the universe will chase you mm-hmm. and pound it into you, you know, or make you super sick and make you <laughs> gain all that weight and, mm-hmm. you know, realize, put the little movie on and show like, this is where you're going now. Now do this. This is yeah. what your story is to help others and teach others what you learned and you got out of. Yes. So you're done now. You figured out the secret. You're using the law of attraction. You got skinny you are all healthy. And now what? Now you're like, okay, I have these intuitive abilities. Am I going to start helping my friends? Where does it go from there? I mean, we turned it into a business, but we've been doing, I mean, we've been doing intuitive readings for over 15 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we help, I mean, all of our friends come to us, obviously, whenever they have stuff going on. And I mean, we've turned it into a way that we, we use our gift now to help, to help people. Mm -hmm. So we wrote a book. Teacher. Yeah, let's talk about that. That's what I yeah. want to talk about because that was so cool. Mm-hmm. And I, I said it in the intro because I was saying, you know, we talk about Reiki on this show a lot. People, you know, a lot of people that talk about that, but never about your food, never about changing your energy, right? Change the energy, change your life, change your, right? Um, charge your food. Charge your food. Charge charge your food. Yes. Yes. Charge, change. Charge your food. I do too. It's my book. <laughs> yeah. So explain um, that. Well, everything's energy. It's all frequency. Everything's a vibration. Everything is a frequency. And it's not just about the frequencies on the outside, but it's also about the frequencies that you put into your body. And food, actually, they've done tests on food. It actually has hurts. Um, it has frequent, you know, vibrations in your food. So, and reggae is obviously putting energy into something. So you hire and you put more energy into what you consume in your body. Yeah. And we, so we started charging our food when we were, going through our health issues mm-hmm. when we started learning more and diving like our, mm-hmm. our spirit became thirsty for more obviously yeah. once we watched the secret something in our spirits were wanting mm-hmm. more and so yeah. we just researched everything mm-hmm. then we started learning about reiki and we thought wow okay what can we do for our own health to improve mm-hmm. our health to make ourselves you know happier because mm-hmm. <laughs> right now obviously they're under stress and so yeah. we started mm-hmm. using reiki to charge our food and then we would then of course put that in our bodies and we started seeing our health improve our yes. weight and we would focus on, we would focus on certain things. So like we had this soup that we would make, it was a vegetable soup. So you talk about every good nutrient, high vibe in food you could, we put in a pot. It was good. Mm-hmm. We still make it. And then we would put our, we use our twin energy together and we would just put like good health, good health. We feel better. We are so healthy. We have energy. 
And I mean, we ran a 12 mile Tough Mudder. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. And that was up. We were, and, and that time we literally were like, we, could, we can't even walk to the store. We can't even mm-hmm. get out of bed. We would have mm-hmm. never thought we could do those things. But every day we put energy into what we ate, we mm-hmm. put the energy into our thoughts, we shifted our mind. Well, we used the power of our mind. Yeah. That's what we did. And the power of our energy. And the power right. of just, people don't realize energy, it's a resource that is mm-hmm. at everybody's disposal. Yeah. They just don't know how to use it. Mm-hmm. And so they don't realize like energy, it's limitless. I mean, you can yeah. really create the life that you want, that anything you want. There's no limits, but that's the problem is we put limits on we ourselves. Put limits. We don't right. think big enough. We don't mm-hmm. if we can't grasp it, how can it be a reality? Well, you start to think it and it becomes your reality. The universe will make it into your reality. Right. So yeah, we charge our food and it's I mean, it's amazing what it's done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So when you when you say that you charge it, so you're putting your hands over the soup or whatever and you're just thinking thoughts, or are you both talking to it? Both. Yeah, I mean both. You can talk out loud mm-hmm. or you can speak it in your mind because it's energy, right? So yes. it's an invisible language of right. energy. Mm-hmm. And it's really about transferring that energy from your hands. Because mm-hmm. in Reiki, your hands are the source of how you transfer energy. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're just putting like what more nutrition or it's gonna what go through my cells and joy, happiness, positivity, focus on gratitude, grateful, we're blessed, I'm healthy, I'm happy. They've actually done studies where they put water that they have put positive words into just words and thoughts energy into put them under a microscope and they have different crystals that glisten and, and are beautiful and then yeah. they put the same water with negative words and it's like just you know it's mudded and it's not so vibrations just with your words and thoughts and feelings right it's the feelings of yeah. positive energy love you know love is the highest energy there is so if you ever want to blast the highest form of energy just focus on love Right. You know? oh, I love that. And I was listening to something you were talking about rice, I think in one of yes. your, like for someone put a bowl of rice and talk to it. And the other one was positive, And then the other was negative and same area of the room, but the one that had positive words were completely fine. And the other one was moldy, the negative. Yeah. And, you know, I've heard that with plants and, you know, yeah, I was but, say that. Yes. yeah, and I've heard the thing with the water with the little like snowflakes that they yes. change, you know, when you say positive and negative and we're almost all water, you know, and you think yeah. of our bodies and the things that we say to ourselves, like, what are you telling yourself with the, you know, like really choose your thoughts wisely. Like, how do you want your, your life to be? How do you want your body to look? But I love, and didn't you do something with the scale too, Christina, when you were, t- when you oh, and I were talking yeah. 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 That's, I have all these little cool little tricks on how to lose weight. Cause I did it all uh, with when, when we lost weight. Yeah. I put, so when we get on the scale, we look at a number and we're usually, if, if we're overweight, we're disappointed. So what we're putting out to the universe is disappointment. I'm fat. Right. So what I did is I wrote my goal weight and I taped it over my real weight. And every time I got on the scale, I didn't even look at the real number. I looked at the goal weight and I visualized and celebrated as if that was my real weight. Oh, I so that. I put out that vibration of, Oh my gosh, I'm 130, 135 was my magic number. I love, I like personally for my height and everything, I like to be about 135. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm 135, I'm 135. And so I would celebrate it. And I just did that. And next thing you know, I take, you know, that piece of paper off and it's, that's my real weight. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Uh. You gotta do the work though. You can't just sit around and eat, you know, chips and ice cream and be like, I'm gonna be 135 because I put it on a scale. You gotta really, you gotta do the work. You gotta too. really want it. Yeah, you gotta put the vibration yeah. there. Right. Put in them. Sometimes the universe will guide and provide. Like you may think, I don't know how I'm going to get there. Like I'm like I love to snack, and all of a sudden, like I don't feel like snacking anymore. It's just like weird how the universe will create. Yeah, provide. Yeah, 
Right. But I will say this, I will say this out of all my life journeys, being bedridden, going to numerous doctors, not even taking so many different pills, all that, everything, the number one healer of all time is love. It really is putting myself around loving people, hugs, people, words of affirmation, softness of of the energy of love was the biggest healer for us. Yeah. Yes. And you love each other so much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now let's get into relationships. Speaking (laughs) of love, because that really is fascinating. When I was watching the show yesterday, we'll get into the Extreme Sisters, the TLC show in a minute, Mm -hmm. but after watching that yesterday, and I was listening to, I think it's Jessica's husband that came Mike, on, right? Mike, yeah, Mike. Okay. And I think, you know, there's, there's three girls and, you know, we talk all the time and we have our little secrets and our, we know, cause we grew up together, you know, that's our, who we can talk to. We've done that our whole life. So it's just natural. So I get that. But when you hear him talk about like you live right next to each other. So explain to my listeners, because this is everyone listen, because this is so sisters are one thing. But when you hear the twins story of you guys, it's like it takes it to the I don't even know what level, but it goes so (laughs) far. It is so amazing and just fascinating because what it is, is it's really true. It's not like you're faking it or, you know, it's just you have this such a solid bond. Yeah. And we it's it's hard. Like, oh, so normal, you know, I, I don't think any of the sisters on extreme sisters were weird. I think they're normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, um, we lived when we were married, we got married at the same time and we had our houses in the same right next to each other, about 50 feet. I mean, I could step outside and do a cartwheel into her driveway and our houses were literally the same layout, the same rooms in the same spot, the same bathroom. Everything was the exact same except mm-hmm. our hardwood floor was a different color. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Okay, so you both get married at the same time and meet the same kind of guy. And do you have to like approve of each other? They weren't the same kind of guy. No, we definitely definitely have different tastes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I don't think we necessarily need to approve or not. I think we just. just, I mean, I think we should. I think that should be a sister of law. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think we have different takes on it. My my opinion is I'm going to support whatever decisions she makes because I know it's her journey to have. And so I just feel like it would be. If she asked for my opinion, I would gladly give it to her, but I just don't feel like I should be making her decisions for her. You know, right. so, I never, I don't agree in that either. I just definitely like, I have a good, you know, sister, you know, I think it's good to get your sister's opinion. Opinion, Yeah. But and sister, if I would have given her, like, if I would have given you my opinion about Mike per se, mm-hmm. would it have changed your path? I don't think it would have. I think no, you would have stayed you're right, with him. You're right. You know? right. I don't have this argument all day. You got know? <laughs> I get it, you know, but yeah. So you're right. I see what she's saying. I do agree with her. So you get married at the same time and you live next door neighbors. Mm-hmm. Get pregnant at the same time. Yeah. You get pregnant at the same time. Mm-hmm. Is this all like, okay, we, we're going to talk every day and now, now we're going to start trying to get pregnant. None no, plans. yeah, that's so, so weird crazy. about our lives. If we have lived parallel lives unplanned, unplanned, like our, our sickness, sickness you know, everything yeah. having the same childhood. And then every journey we've been on has been the same. Yeah. We met the men we were going to marry at the same time. We had our pregnancies at the same mm-hmm. time, all unplanned. We even had our divorces at the same time, same time. It is trusting none of it. Like it was, we didn't even talk about those things. It's just like, if yeah. anything, I'm like, I'm pregnant oh my God, how cool. And then, you know, a month later, oh my God, I'm pregnant. It was never, mm-hmm. it was never like, hey, let's plan it. Now, I mean, 
But recently though, we did have a conversation very recent where we thought, oh my gosh, if we, we both, ever, yeah, if we both want baby. more kids, can we plan this and have mm-hmm. our pregnancies at the same time? Because we've oh, been funny. through it together. We yeah. don't, I don't want to do it alone, you know? So now uh-huh. she wants to plan it, but watch, it won't be planned this time. And then you'll have a baby and then I won't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but who knows? We got to keep that streak going. I know. So are the husbands friendly? Are they like best friends too? They weren't best yeah. friends, but they were friendly. I mean, yeah. everybody you know, got along. Everybody was so close. We still all get along because I'm super close to my ex-husband. I'm still close to her ex-husband, Mike. I mean, yeah. we all get along. Mm-hmm. Okay. So describe how, what I saw last night with Mike and how that kind of, what the husband's experience with twin sisters like you two. Oh, like <laughs> how we like go in our own little bubble and we don't leave it or what? <laughs> I mean, it takes a special guy to date us. I will say that because we are so close. They can't be jealous. They can't be intimidated by how close we are. They have to know that we have sister time. We have like to do our own thing. And I'm going to tell her everything. I'm tr- We're trying to get better about it. It's been a little different, but like, I want to, I share everything with her. So I want to tell her every little thing about my whole life, my whole marriage. Yeah. I mean, I, I, everything is all these secrets. You know, I know a lot about that. Oh, and I know all, I know, I, we know each other's ex-husbands, their dirty, darkest secrets. (laughs) (laughs) Share them. Well, and that was hard for my, at the time, my husband at the time, he had several conversations with me where he was like, it's really hard to feel connected to you because I don't feel like I'm your number one. Mm-hmm. You know, how can we have our, like he, in his world? Cause he has a brother. He didn't have, you know, but they live, his brother lives in London. You know, he's used to having like a normal sibling relationship. So to him, he's like, why do you have to tell your sister everything? Or every time we have a fight or every time we're going through something, like we need to keep that private between us, you know? And I just, I didn't understand it to me. It was like, <laughs> what? I don't get it. I know. And, and now I don't know any of John's secrets. I don't nothing. I don't know what they fight about. I don't know. I only use my intuition. <laughs> oh, funny. You mean her new boyfriend? Yes, her new boyfriend, John. It's very different. I don't know anything. She doesn't tell me anything. I don't go around. Oh. I don't hang around. Well, I learned, I, you know, I've learned from my mistakes. I actually have been on my own spiritual journey where, and at, you know, to be quite frank, it started when COVID happened, when I was in isolation. And for the first time in my life, I started to talk to myself and have a relationship with myself. I wasn't used to that. I was always used to everything was about me and my sister, me and my sister. And that's when I thought, okay, wait a minute. What are things I can like change about myself or grow or learn through? And so, yeah, I am approaching my relationship with John much differently because I don't want the same, like it doesn't, and not, it, it, to me, it feels like it's a good thing. It's growth. I don't want the same problems I had in my first marriage. Right. So I'm like, wait a minute, maybe there is something to say and to learn about this. You know, like what my first husband said, where, Hey, let's keep some of our stuff between us and let's have our own little unity, you know? Right. Huh. So we'll see. I mean, it's working so far. I mean, for me and John, anyway, it's not really working for us. I don't know. You guys, that's the thing about being intuitive too. It's like I already feel stuff. I already know stuff. I already. But you know, I agree here. It's like I agree with you. Like to have because I'm going to start dating soon. I've been single so long. It's like whether Mike and I get back together or I date. You know, I do agree with that. Okay, I do agree that we should not be telling each other because I don't want my secrets to be out to people too. Okay, so I agree with that. But I still do think that I want us to all be close. Like I want to be hanging out all the time and like around, not all the time, but like I want to feel welcome all the time and like all close and spending time together. I don't like the gap of that. You know, like I think our guys should know how close we are because we're no matter what at the end of the day, we're going to be super close. That's just who we are. Right. When you think of like they're getting, when they're with you, it's like, they're like not marrying your sister, but in a way it's like this, we're a package deal kind of. 
Mm-hmm. And he might have said it. He said, I married Jessica and Christina, you know? Oh, right. yeah, there were times where he used to have both of us, like, yelling at him about something. <laughs> like, it wasn't even my issue to be a part of. And he had to take both of us on. And I'm like, now looking back, I'm like, gosh, that probably wasn't fair to him. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, my um, gosh. That's a tough job to sign up for. Yeah. Like, okay, so tell me how you're going to manifest or, t- you know, how did you manifest John? Now, we know how to manifest weight loss. Mm-hmm. Now, how do we manifest a relationship? Well, first, you have to be very clear and concise on what you want. And it can't just be one thing you want. Because I, I realized I was manifesting my failures just as much as I was manifesting my new relationships through it with my fears and not being clear and concise that, wait a minute, I want this to be a lifelong partner. I want this to be all of the moving parts, not just this one specific thing. So you have to be clear and concise. And you have to really believe you deserve it. You know, you can't have those limiting beliefs of like, well, I want love, but you know what? There's nobody in this area. Cause you know, some people put those limiting beliefs on themselves. Like, oh, I want love, but I'm too old. Or I want love, but I'm not attractive enough. All the guys online are just, they're all dirty and they're gross. And they're, yeah. You know, you just, right. you have to just not, it's like, you have to put the order into the universe mm-hmm. and not worry about how it's going to get there. Just trust and believe it is. How do you when make John, the order? Are you writing it out? Are you thinking about it? Are you visualizing it? Are you becoming that person with this partner that you don't know yet? I do all of it. I wrote a list of everything I want. I wrote a list on how I want to feel. I want it to be a trustworthy relationship. I want to feel safe and secure. I want to feel the butterflies. And I also lit a magic love candle. And I know that sounds so weird to some people, but I, I made my own candle and I put the belief and the power that when I lit this candle, it was my intention to draw my soulmate in. And I believed it to be so powerful that I almost, I didn't even light it until I felt ready. Cause I knew the minute I light this candle, he's coming. I'm not even joking. I lit the candle and met John three days later. Oh my gosh. I love that. And can I tell you what I'm doing to manifest love? Please. <laughs> I'm doing something <laughs> different. Okay. So how my take is this, I, it's all about vibrations and hiring your vibration. So I've been single working on how do I hire my vibration? And I write a list. I write a list of everything that I wanted a guy. And then I become those things loving. Okay. Well, I need to become more loving, funny. Okay. I become all those things because I want to attract that same level of vibration to me. So I am becoming what I want to attract. That's what I love it. So like to be funny, like you're just going to try to be more humorous in life and make things. Just not care. Yeah. Be like, who cares? If I think it'd be it, don't have a filter, say be myself because I really want to attract. That's huge to me. I really want to attract a wholesome, real, I want real love. I want a real friends. I want real people. Like I I want that. So I'm that I'm becoming that. So I can attract that same vibration. You know what I mean? Yes. So are you taking action? Are you getting on dating apps? Are you, I'm making myself and you know, like it's tedious. I'm not a good dater. Mm -hmm. Not. (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know. I just, I don't find going on dates that fun, but I'm trying to change that. I know. I feel like I've kind of been helping you yeah, see it a little differently. You're, she's better at it than I am. You're more into that stuff. To me, I'm like, I don't, but I've had some fun dates. So I don't want to put that into my story. Yeah. I was going to say, let's and, stop talking. Yeah, it's not like that. I know that's why I'm saying I'm canceling those thoughts. Just they cancel. Those and that's what I was trying to help her with. Too, yeah. Cause she was always like saying like, Oh, I don't, I hate dating. I'm like, you got to approach it differently. Mm-hmm. You got to see it differently. Mm-hmm. You got to see it as an experience mm-hmm. and go into it saying, Oh, what? can this teach me about myself? Right. What can this date or meeting this new person teach me about myself? Because I'm very empathic. So sometimes if I'm going on certain dates, it's like I'm absorbing a lot. So what I tell myself is Jessica, you go to observe, you don't go to absorb. Observe, don't absorb. 
So that's what I do. I go into situations and I just observe it and I don't put myself so involved in it. What's mm-hmm. the expectation? What's this? What's that? Just observe. Just have right. a good time. I love that. So with Nancy, our mutual friend that introduced us. So she was in my last eight week course together and her beginning thing was what she wanted to manifest was, you know, you know, cause you did a reading with her, a relationship, her soulmate, her life partner, everything. And so she kept doing that. I'm like this, we are in week two. And I'm like, what are you doing to do it? You know, it's like, <laughs> I have to lose weight. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, you're not going to wait until everything you think is all lined up and then you're going to find this guy. So I started saying, you got to get on the dating sites. I don't care. And it's observing. It's just taking the action. It's showing the universe that you're, this is an intention. This is what you're wanting to create. Mm -hmm. So she started doing it she went to coffee and had these conversations. She's like, ah, but I, when she doesn't have the judgment, like we were just like Jessica was saying, like, we just go and you're observing you know, and you're like this, yeah. I always say like, just be a little bird on your shoulder and just sit there and watch, you know, yeah. is it, yeah. is it, what does it feel like? You know, yeah. you don't have to sit there and go, Oh, great. Oh, another, time. you know, yeah. but what am I going to learn from this? And what is it going to teach me? And what am I taking from this? It doesn't have to be my husband, but you know, like taking the action to show the universe that I'm serious and I'm going to make, I'm making an effort. It's not just everything's handed and this Prince Charming's coming to my front door. And I said, so now it's fun. Like it doesn't, I think plus at our age, I mean, I'm 52 and she's a year older than me, but I mean, you get to a place where I don't care what people think about me, you know, no, like it's, no. it's just more fun to go and it's life. It's experiencing yes. yeah. like a new person. And what is maybe he has a friend or, you know, there's, there's always, there's no coincidences in life. There's something for you in this, in this moment, but to live your life like that, especially when you're trying to manifest a partner, Mm-hmm. and make it fun yep. yeah light it's all about light the universe yeah. reacts better to light you know what I mean it just does if you're heavy and you're just like resistant the universe just it make, gives you more heaviness and gives you more resist you know things to resist be light yeah. and the universe will give you the light you know right. the light stuff and, and, and honestly for Nancy you gotta open you gotta open the doors yeah you, it's basically what I tell my clients is mm-hmm. opening doors for the universe the to portal. put the man through it doesn't have to be online but yeah. at least you open that door in case nice. that's the way it comes yeah Right. I know. And even like she would be out at Orange Theory working out or at the grocery store at the she's remodeling. I'm like, when you're at Home Depot or wherever, be open. You know, it doesn't mean that there's going to be some who knows. Get Orange Theory, get eye contact, look at people, smile, be like, have your energy open. And so we worked on this whole thing and now she's, you know, open and she's making efforts. And it's so cute. I love, I just love for people to realize that it's not like a, doesn't need to be a struggle or mm-hmm. you don't need to talk about how bad and how much mm-hmm. it's hard and all that. No, no that's why I changed. It's actually yeah. Fun. It's mm-hmm. actually really fun because it's a, I've changed it's a my season mindset. of your life. It's a season of your mm-hmm. life before you know it, you're going to be married. So enjoy that season of your life. Mm-hmm. Right. And don't put so much, people judge themselves too much and put way too much pressure on themselves. Things aren't meant to be that hard, you know, but I do think what I, but real talk though, I think what it is for me is I'm a little shy sometimes or I can find it draining. You know, there's some work that comes into online dating. You know what yeah, I mean? So you, totally. you have to just, you got to just, but that's part of it to get you to where you're going. Anything in life doesn't come easy. You know what I mean? Like you have to put the work into it. And so that's kind of the part of dating that, you know, but I agree. Like everything you said is so true. So dead. Mm-hmm. So right. It's just, yeah. that is the formula, you know? What is your morning routines? Do you guys have, are you strict with your like rituals and meditation and your journal writing? Do you do gratitude? All that kind of stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I typically do. 
I like to start my mornings with putting intentions out, mm-hmm. you know, for the day. So you really, it starts with putting out gratitude. So you're already in a space of, wow, I'm really appreciative of my blessings. Then I take time to visualize three things, three important things or goals or things I want to manifest next. And then I spend the last moments just really kind of putting out just positive energy to the people I know in my life. And it's kind of just spreading love, to, you know, loving energy out to everyone. And then I just, and it, it only takes 15 minutes and it's just like 15 minutes. It's like, boom, I just, you, you wake up like, I don't know, you get out of bed and you're like, Ooh, you know what? My day feels like I can take on anything. Mm-hmm. So you do it in um, bed. I do it in bed. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. And I get up and start making breakfast for my son and start, I get mom going. My mom modes right in the mornings. I am actually a nighttime. I do it oh. at night. I take a bath. And I put my Epsom salt in there and I light my candles and I get my journal and I put on my meditation music or I go ground myself. Like yesterday, I went and just went and walked in the woods and grounded myself, mm-hmm. charged my crystals on the, on the ground. And, you know, I do things like that, but I'm more of a nighttime. The moon is what charges me. You know, I'm yeah. a moon chart. Like the moon is just mm-hmm. in the forest. What about the August 8th? What was that day? Remember? Oh yeah. That was one of the moves. I, you know what? I've been so busy this month. Like the last two, the last what three full moons i have not participated in that okay so that's not something that you do all the time i I always hold water so on full moons i always put a glass of water outside and i put some of my most important crystals and i charge them with the moon and then the next day i drink the water and i go out there and do moon chants and my neighbors probably think i'm crazy i don't (laughs) care i do this kind of stuff i'm doing the breeze the moon literally energizes me and there's a crystal store i go to and i they have giant crystals and i just hug them and i just hold them yeah, it just oh, it gives me the, the the vibrations that I need. So do you I, have crystals everywhere, all over your house? Yeah, I, yeah, I love crystals. Ooh, there's one right oh. there. I love this. It's like a heart. Oh yeah, yeah. Stones are. I just like to touch them and hold them. They're just oh, because of the frequency, right? The yeah, energy in them. Yes, and a lot of people are like, what's up? What do crystals do? It's an energy. It's just a mm-hmm. vibration. And if you just give yourself enough, you know, openness and willingness to observe and absorb it, you'll realize that. You know. I think everyone should go hug a crystal or hold a crystal and just sit with or it. Or find stones that are what you know powerful to what you need. Like my boyfriend was, he was in a funk and he was kind of like stressed at work. And so I went and got him a sunstone and I, he puts it in his pocket. He rubs it when he's starting to feel like, okay, I'm stressed. And it, it just brings some calmness to him. And I've, mm-hmm. I've seen a change. And it's huh. just, it's interesting because it's like really just a crystal. But I mean, he clearly sees a change or feels a change too, because he does it now. He brings it to work, sticks it in his pocket, and he rubs it when he's starting mm-hmm. to feel like overwhelmed. And oh, I love that. I'm always, I'm always holding crystals. I'm always touching them. I'm always just, uh, there's something about it. Yeah. It centers me. Mm-hmm. What do you do with your kids? How is that raising babies? Do you guys raise them with your mindset, like the secret, like law of attraction? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My daughter's intuitive. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. My yeah, daughter's yeah, so intuitive. Yeah. We do. In what way? Give me an example. How old is she? You know, she can feel energy and people's emotions and she will tell you, oh, how old is she? Six. Oh, wow. But she, you know, it's funny because she would, she told me something. I can't recall what it was, but it was about how somebody was feeling. And I thought, well, gosh, how does she know that? And I said, how did you know that, sweetie? And she goes, mom, I know everything. <laughs> and when wow. I heard her say that, it wasn't meant to be an arrogant statement. It was meant to be, she was trying to articulate, I can feel everything. Like I just know everything. And I, I can, I, I knew when she was born, she was intuitive. I knew right away. I could just feel her energy vibrating extremely high. But now that she can actually start to like be expressive, I'm like, oh yeah, she, she's very intuitive. Wow. Mm-hmm. Huh. And then your son? My son Maddox, he's, he's a cancer. And so he's very masculine. He carries mm-hmm. a lot of masculine energy. And I'm not saying you can't be intuitive with a ton of masculine energy, but it does kind of, 
it kind of numbs a little yeah. bit of that expression part. So I feel like he's intuitive, but he's just not good at expressing it. You know, do you teach them like in the morning? Do you have a ritual with them? Do they, cause my girls have done gratitude and all those I am statements and you know, we have yeah, to, they have yeah, to give. Yeah. She actually won. She wanted an award at school. She wanted an award at school. And I said, okay, well, let's manifest it. I taught her how to manifest it. She got that award like a week later mm-hmm. or two weeks later. And I was like, there you go. She, I mean, so yes, we, I, I mean, I know for me. Well, rocks hurt our feet. It's okay, honey. Just walk around. <laughs> We're trying to teach him the importance of like grounding themselves. Mm-hmm. So we, yeah, we tell me from- about that. What is the importance of grounding? It's really putting your, you know, your feet directly because our feet are so sensitive. It's all our nerve endings down there as well. But to touch the mother earth, the ground, the universal energy, there's so many electrons and like, I mean, I don't know scientific words. I'm not, you know, what's the vibration? It's the vibration. Yeah. It's, it's putting the energy um, from the mother earth into and absorbing into your body. You know, oh. very, it's mm-hmm. very grounding. So you take your no. shoes off and you go out into the forest. <laughs> yes. And it, it actually aligns your like electric field in your body. There's times where you could just, my, like, I could just feel my electricity is off in my body wow. or like I'm stressed or I'm, and it really goes and like aligns your elect, you know, the near nervous. So if you think about it, we are meant to be touching the earth. We just have created like, you know, our ancestors, they were all barefoot, you know, mm-hmm. and we are meant to be touching the vibrations of the earth. And, mm-hmm. but we just don't get to with all the concrete now and the shoe mm-hmm. or shoes, you know, Right. So you'll find if you go out and ground your, if you're stressed and go out and ground yourself in the woods, put your, your feet on some soil and you will instantly feel calm. I mean, if you think about it, we're able to have this podcast. I could see you, you could see me all through energy, right? So what can it, what can, if energy can turn lights on and make cars move and make us talk, think about it, have cell phone. What is it? What can it do just to our nervous system? What can it do to our soul and our, our blood and our, our cells? And you know what I mean? It it does. We got to use it. Right. You know, right. Do you believe in like your environment, like what's on your walls, how you decorate your house, what you see in the morning? Do you have vision boards and all that? Do you believe that? Yes, we do. We are Mm -hmm. big into that. And all, even just the vibe that you keep in your house, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it's all everything you adapt, you absorb vibrations are so key. So you got to make sure you keep. And I know, I know, and I'm not saying anything because I am a, I'm a messy person. But I like a clean environment. I've noticed that if my environment starts getting chaotic, it creates a feeling of chaos within. Mm-hmm. So I always like to like start things start getting messy because, like I said, I'm messy. But it's, so it's a lot of work because I'm constantly mm-hmm. cleaning up after myself. But I've noticed I'm like, okay, my energy's feeling thrown off, and it's like, oh, it's the feng shui in this room. Mm-hmm. It's not the energy's not flowing in a positive way, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Right. But you do vision boards and all that. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I've done a lot of vision boards in my life. And I've gotten to a point now where I just like, I'm the type where I visualize it, see it. And then I don't, I don't fixate on it. Everything that I've ever like manifested, I swear, it's not something that I manifest every day for hours. And like, I, I think it, I know it and I get it. Mm-hmm. Right. And just surrender, right? Yeah. This house I bought, I drove, I went through the, um, the neighborhood a couple of times. I parked, I visualized as if I was coming into one of these homes and that's it. I'm the same way. And I think, you know, I've bought houses like that too, where I said, wait, this was my house. It sh- no one should have bought it. What are you saying? It's an escrow. Yeah. And the next day he calls, oh, it fell out of escrow. Do you want to come look? Sure. Yeah. I go, I said, this is my house. And he started laughing and he's like, I didn't even know if I'd get approved for a loan. Nothing. I had nothing. <laughs> I had zero. I really had zero. I had just started a business. <laughs> it was really kind of, but it worked and they wanted me to live there. 
the other guy had all this money to put down and could move in. And I had like another month of renting and the people were moving to Hawaii and they were like, we'll wow. wait, we want her to live here. Got my loan. I, mean, I just, but I do the same thing. And I did that for another house. I did that for Richard. I just let it go. I had the, like I told Christina, I had a Hallmark card that I read and read and read every for five years. And he, gave, that was the first card he gave me. And I was like, oh my gosh. So it's the thinking it, mm-hmm. the feeling it, the knowing is huge. Let it go. And mm-hmm. then you just go. I don't know when he was coming. I, every morning I'd sit there and read with my coffee and just picture that feeling of someone thinking I'm a soulmate. You know, and I thought that'll come when it's time. The forcing, like even talking to Nancy about like going back and dating and have fun. The energy that of fun and the excitement of it is what's going to bring it faster. But when you get so frustrated and, oh, he unswiped me. I don't even know how that works, but he erased me or, (laughs) you know, and then you go, oh, now am I fat? Does he think that, you know, the whole thing? No. Oh my gosh. The perfect thing, but keeping your vibration up. And the knowing is part of that, I think, because when you know it and you're that confident, like I know it's coming mm-hmm. and I'm just going to, I'm, I'm here and I'm going to live my life and just be done, you know, just keep going. And there's, there's, this is so true with the universe. It's like a boomerang, the universe. So when you put out to the universe, what you want, the universe goes, okay, let's give them more of what they want. And then when you go to the universe and you tell them all the things that you don't want and all the things you lack. The universe goes, okay, give them more of those things yeah, they don't want. Them. Give them more of those things so they can still feel the lack of. Yep. Well, you can't focus. Yeah, you got to yeah. focus on the, the what you want in the abundance of, not the lack of. Right. That's where people sometimes go wrong. And I mean, I do you guys listen to Abraham Hicks? Love yeah. Her. yeah. So I mm-hmm. listen to her all the time. I send those 15 minute things a lot to my clients just when they the remind me. Yeah. Well, no, just her fit little, you know, those YouTube or the podcast and they're short, but they definitely have a message that, and it's like the same one over. It's like, okay, we're going to be here for four hours and we're going to say the same thing over and over and everybody's going to get it. it. (laughs) It's all easy. But you know, when you think of how, how she's always, I mean, I've gone to her gosh, 25 years ago, probably when she was in San Diego, she lives here. She has a house here, Esther. And, um, but I remember think, watching my journey. I think when I watched her and started following her and learning and using those tools and like the secret, you know, and it clicks and it just becomes a muscle. And mm-hmm. then it's just like, like people will go, oh, Ashley, you're always so lucky. Oh, you always are. I'm like, it has nothing to do with lucky. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, you you have it too. We all do. Yeah. It's just learning and knowing just that. mastered it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all it is. I mean, yeah. And in the beginning, it's true. I think it takes a little bit of time to kind of get used to it and to learn mm-hmm. how to do it. But, you know, we have gotten so good at it that I, I know for me personally, I feel like I'm a master. At it. I don't, mm-hmm. I know that what I want, I just can get. And I just, it just, I can just make it happen. And, and, but you know, that takes time. I think that takes that, that confidence building. Some people need to have a couple things come into their lives that they've manifested before they mm-hmm. go, Ooh, wait a minute, yeah. this works, you yeah. know? Right. I do that with the, my girls, raising them and showing them that you can be, do, or have anything, mm-hmm. you know, and, st- and then look back at your life and go, oh my gosh, look. And then they realize once you take the risk or you, you know, you start wanting something that, you know, seems a little bit harder and you go there and you did it and you're like, oh my gosh, if I did that, it's the same thing, then I'll mm-hmm. do that. And then the next thing comes then I'll do that. But talk about before we wrap it up. Okay. What were you saying, Jessica? Oh, it's all about thinking big, thinking about big yeah. and don't yes. worry about the how. You just worry about who and what and the how comes, you know? Yes. Oh, it's all about that. Mm-hmm. I always say it is not about the how. Yeah. Just, I mean, I did, I started this podcast. I was clueless. 
I mean, oh, yeah. talk about a joke. Like I didn't even have a computer. I'm like, I really don't know how to do it, but I knew I had a why. And I knew I, there was something in my mind that was telling me to do it. Mm-hmm. And I just kept listening to that voice. Let's talk about intuition and how you guys use your intuition. Yeah. I mean, it's a blessing and a curse, to be honest. It's amazing because I can feel things out and I know certain things. You know, everyone thinks, oh, so you can, you know, all these, you know, lottery numbers and you know your whole entire life. It's like, no, it doesn't work so well with my life because I have to live it and I have to learn and grow and I have my own emotions. But it works well with like detecting where I'm going and what I'm doing and the people that I want to surround myself with and just all the different, you know what I mean? It helps guide me and guide others. But it's not like a, a, it doesn't tell me my whole entire life. Right. <laughs> well, and so what people people understand too in life there are there's energetic patterns, and I've learned this by giving you know readings for 15 years. It's like there are some things that say I can feel this. This is like whether it's destined or it's fate. I feel this for you, and boom, it happens. There's other things where I'm like, well, these are different paths and different choices. Like you do have things you can choose, and you do have things you can manifest and create for yourself. I mean, energy is fluid, mm-hmm. and so with intuition, you know, when you're guiding someone, you're connecting to things. Some things like you'll get strong visions, and you're like. Well, this is what's going to happen. And then other times it's like, okay, I can feel what's going to happen in each path, mm-hmm. you know, so uh. you, but I'm not going to make decisions for you. Cause we do get clients sometimes that kind of want you to tell me, tell me what to do. It's like, mm-hmm. well, I don't want to tell you what to do. It's your choice, but mm-hmm. here, here's what I'm feeling on the different choices, yeah. you know? Right. Like the free will, right? Everyone has free will. Mm-hmm. They yes. have their they can go, I always say the, you know, the yellow brick road has the wise, you know, if you take the right, you'll come back to the yellow brick road or you go left, you'll come back, but it's those little choices. So when you go get a reading and people think, well, how, you know, she's telling me I'm going to get this job or meet, meet this guy. Well, yeah, that's what you see, mm-hmm. but you could make the choice at the swiping right or left or whatever you do to not go meet him because you're, you're not listening to your intuition or you're not following that feeling that you should go and you're just questioning yourself or all those limiting beliefs come up. So then you mm-hmm. made the other choice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, similar to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, but then there's sometimes where I see a vision of somebody and I'm like, does it matter? I, it doesn't know, matter if yeah. you're swiping left or swiping right. That's and this guy's getting brought into yeah. your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you have pictures, yeah. you get a visual, you get yeah. pictures. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Similar to a dream state. When, mm-hmm. when you, when you recounter a dream, how you see, you know, somebody in a dream mm-hmm. is how I see visions. Mm-hmm. Huh. So when you're like, when we had our reading, like we get on and it's not like you prepared for me. You could have done something. Do you prepare like meditate or clear your energy or you just turn on the zoom and start? Yeah, typically not just, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I do so, better sometimes I'm folding clothes and drinking coffee and not even thinking, you know, yeah. like let's go. Mm-hmm. I'm in a zone, you know? Huh. So when you're in the reading, you're just like, okay, you're looking at the person's energy and it just starts to tell you a story through this, like a dream. Like you feel it. Mm-hmm. It's, I know it's, that's what's so weird. It's, it's, so it's like, it's like just explain how you smell. You just smell, right? Mm-hmm. How do you see? I don't know. I just can see things. Like, yeah. how do you hear? It's, there's no different. You, it's just, is a sense that comes. You just feel it. Huh. But, yeah. but it's, but it also, I mean, it is more than that too, though, because, you know, visions, like yeah. I see it. So yeah. Right. Some things I can see and visualize. And then other things, like I can feel, like, okay, I'm sensing this and then I'm seeing, and then it becomes a vision in my mind. I like, I almost like see my visions here, almost like where my third eye is. It's yeah. like projected in front of me, but up here. But I also feel a lot. A lot of times when I'm giving my readings, it's what, what energy is, it's an energy. I'm feeling mm-hmm. like an energy of some, a person, how they're feeling, how they're, you know what I'm saying? You can feel. It's mm-hmm. like right here too. So I think the both of those senses. Yeah. So you feel those. Yeah. 
why did I get a reading with Christina and not Jessica? How do you, how do people pick that? Oh, I don't know. Oh. Well, on our website, uh, well, on our website, it does say you can talk to either or because we're going to start offering readings together. It's hard for us to do that all the time because mm-hmm. we're busy moms. Yeah. So we, I have my own, you know, I have clients, she has clients. Mm-hmm. So we have clients that will talk to both, yeah, you know, and then you share a lot of clients. Mm-hmm. You know. They'll try both, you know, get, get different perspectives both from both of us. Yeah. Huh. And it's funny because they're like, oh, I talked to your sister. She saw the same thing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know, I, oh, we don't it. talk to each other about our clients, but yeah. So we're offering though where people can talk to both of us. That's yeah. a new, we're in the process of doing that now. Mm-hmm. And why? Just double the power? Yeah, people love it. People, people want to request it. Everybody's yeah. requested. They love so. the twin energy because it's double power. Double right. Blasting, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So like with Christina and I, so when we were, had our time, so if you add it, you came in, would she say, oh, I see Ashley doing this. And then you'd go, oh, I don't really see her doing that. I see her. Is that how you think it would work? Or you both are like just giving your two. We always, yeah. But a lot of times we see the same thing yeah. or we'll literally, people will just... ask us something and then we'll go, I see this and you'll go, oh my God, that's what I'm seeing too. And then, you know what I mean? But there are yeah. times if you, well, there's times we've disagreed or we've seen a, a little bit of a difference. And that's where the path comes, where of choice, right? Where we're like, well, yes, but this can also play a part. This mm-hmm. can also come into, this can happen. So we kind of, you know, it's interesting. Huh, fun. Where do you guys see yourself in 10 years? Oh, Living next door with your... Yes. Yeah, I, I, I definitely do. Do you want to be near you? Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. I, you're on a different path now. I thought you were going to go. No, of course. But I, 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 this is what I see for me yeah. and for us. Yeah. You know, living with each other, our kids are, you know, I want more babies. Yeah, I love more, more babies. I want more babies. You know, and really to help more people. Like I want to inspire and grow and help as many people as I can. And even with you, mm-hmm. I see you doing that. I really see your podcast growing and, and really build a platform to where you're going to really change a lot of lives. And so I feel like, I, that's really where I see myself in yeah. years. It's like, how many more people can I help and give Lord, my yeah. gift to, you yeah. know? Right. And what, just be by readings? Are you going to go write books? I, I want to go explore. I, I think we yes. want to do tours, go get some stadiums, tour, any opportunity, any opportunity yeah. in the universe wants to put our way to help more people, we're going to take them. But I really do feel like in my truth and my manifestation is that I'm, you know, on stage and helping and doing workshops and growing and doing seminars and helping a large group of people, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I keep doing that. that. I would never say this podcast has definitely given me, got, got to meet so many amazing people, but I always say consistency and keep doing it. I haven't missed a week. This is like 72 episodes, right? And uh, I haven't missed a week. And, you know, you look at back at my class and I don't know, you know, I think I'm the only one and you just realize like, but it's the consistency that you have the confidence that you keep building. And then your visuals, your, my visualizations become bigger because of my, you know, like you just keep the person, you just keep going. But I now I'm like, okay, I'm standing on a stage. I'm having these retreats. I'm having like with kids, all these, like, you know, I keep adding to it, but I know it's because you, you know, every day it's, that's my mission. You know, when you have that in your heart, you have that passion for something, you just keep going and, oh, just bring it. You know, I love it. Have you so fulfilling? Isn't it so fulfilling to your soul too? Oh, so So it wakes me up in the morning. Have you done uh, like kid camps? Have you done camps with kids? No, that's what I, I've been visualizing that. That's what you're, I see you doing it. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. Thank you. And I think I didn't see you on the reading too with you. I saw, I know I saw you doing speaking engagements. Yeah. For your, yeah, just for your, your, your yeah. Just yeah. doing a camp, like you're, there's a, it's a camp setting and there's kids mm-hmm. everywhere. And you're, it's all your, all your cool stuff that you're doing. It's like, it's big. 
I love it. You know, and I look back at how I like in high school, I would always love like the, to help people, you know, but I didn't, that was always my put on, I was like the drill team captain. And I remember at the end of the, of the year, I would make, everyone would have a song, you know, I'd always want some like personal, like where it meant them, meant something to them, you know, and I just looked back, I was thinking about that the other day going, gosh, it's always like been in me to help people and let them see their light. Cause I can pull it out. And when I see these kids that I'm working with and I can see it and like by week three, we're in this and I'm like, they start to see it. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay. And then we keep going and then we peel it. You know, it's like, yep. it just, yes, it lights me up and yeah. we're at the end. So we can find you both on Instagram. Yes. Just done zero for me. Yeah. I'm um, Christina mm-hmm. And then your websites. Just done. Oh, I thought that was, I thought oh, you yeah, that's your website. I'm J E S S B U N. It's like my, the shorts of both my names. That's how you can find me on everything. Oh, yeah. just done. Just done.com. Instagram. Oh, yes, and our Instagram. Yeah. It's like our first last names. Just woo. Yeah. <laughs> we can find but you. Our website together is Justina, J E S S T I N A. We combined our names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love, love that. that. And that's the website that we're going to have. So right now, you know, you go on justina.com and you can choose, you know, to get a reading, either one, mm-hmm. but that's where we're going to have our readings together. Mm-hmm. Away oh, to good. Get content. Okay. So, fun. And that's probably happening in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. That's like our new, we're getting ready for that. Mm-hmm. Fun. Isn't that fun to create together? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. And that you have a friend and your mm-hmm. soul sister. Yeah. Yeah. Sister spirit. <laughs> yes. Love it. Well, thank you both so much. I loved it. I can't, awesome. I'm so grateful that I met you. Yes, yes, we are likewise. Yes. And it will add so much value You're to everyone that's listening. Same with you. You're a beautiful soul. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to the Uncover Your Magic podcast today. If you are inspired by what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. If you would like to connect with me with any questions, comments, or feedback, please contact me at the Uncover Your Magic website. Thank you so much for listening, and don't forget, always look for the magic.